I haven't been. Oh. Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Jason Tucker, and this is WP Water Cooler, episode number 216. Today's topic is a year in review of WordPress 2016. Let's go around the very, very, very small today's room. episode to George Michael. Yeah, totally. You definitely should. All right. Last Christmas, gave <laughs> my heart, but the very <laughs> next day, he gave us away. Guilty feet have got no rhythm. Wow. <laughs> I love you. Guys. Hey, got to respect the dead pool, okay? Hey. Yep, yep. We should do a mashup of all the all the great singers we've lost this year. Oh, my God. The water cooler mashup. It'd be too long. We lost all the good ones this year. Totally did. All of them. All of them. And yet, we still have Bieber. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it, that's like when we lost the wrong Corey. You remember when, when, remember when, <laughs> when Corey Haim died? Like, we, we totally lost the wrong Corey in that deal. Oh, go on. Man. Sorry, go on. I digress. <laughs> no, that's cool, dude. <laughs> you know, when we have... Your we, 80s is showing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we have so, uh, so little people on the show today. You know, I, I guess we should we should go around the room real quick. Get everyone introduced. Why not, right, George? Tell what? us a little bit. We got the classic pack. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so in this week's episode of The Breakfast Club, uh, <laughs> uh, I'm George Stefanis. I work for Automatic. I do Jetpack stuff and... Miscellaneous other shiny core things. Yeah. I like oh, to build shiny, shiny things. That's about it. Shiny core things. Do you have a WordPress pennant? I do. WordPress! Awesome. When did I they win the World Series? I don't remember that one. Not that kind of pennant. Gosh. No, they had them at the swag store at WordCamp US. And uh, I think they're on mercantile.wordpress.org right now. But I need yeah. one of those. That's really cool. That's very cool. What about you, Say? You've been uh, you've been all over the place. You've been going crazy, doing all the stuff. I've been doing some stuff, uh, and I learned a lot on those travels. Uh, stay tuned for the novel, um, or documentary, or mockumentary, or something. Um, my name's Say Reed. I make WordPress, teach WordPress, love WordPress. In the middle of this, I actually gave a like talk on WordPress. That was pretty cool. In the middle of all of my crazy um, political shenanigans that I was up to. Um, Anyway, at Sayread Media on all the things. Awesome. That's it. Hashtag shiny core things. Good to be Let's here. political shenanigans. We start getting worried. She's going to like end up in a North Korean cell or something. I mean, the possibility is strong these days. It's getting stronger. It's weird. I don't but like they, that possibility. But they, but they got to learn about scaling. I learned some stuff about scaling. So now I can still not talk scale. about enterprise very well. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be real. <laughs> oh, so you're learning about how to scale the wall to get out of the prison? Oh my god, George, what is going on with your microphone, dude? Yeah, dude, it, <laughs> your windows are showy. Does what's happening over there, George? Oh, your <laughs> microphone is dead. <laughs> Get it? George, microphone is dead. All right, Steve, uh, who are you? Oh, 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 you shut your mouth. Oh my god, it's terrible. <laughs> yeah, I think all it is is it's just peaking. You just you need know. to like, make it a little uh, bit quieter. You should be all good. I am. I am there we go. How's that? Oh, that's better. I am okay, Steve no. I'm the founder of Zeek Interactive, and I run the OC WordPress meetup. You know, when he when he plays, like, Counter-Strike or something like that, and he's, like, yelling at all the kids that are, like, 16 years old that figured out how to run Counter-Strike, that, that, that's why he's like, far too old, dude. They're, like, 13. Overwatch, thank you very much. <laughs> Overwatch, exactly. I'm Jason Tucker. You can find me over at Jason Tucker on Twitter, and I blog over at jasontucker.blog. So... 
let's talk a little bit about uh, WordPress in 2016, all the craziness that happened, things that have changed. You know, we had versions of WordPress that came out. We've had um, <laughs> we, yes. WordCamps. We've <laughs> had different things happened. <laughs> we, you know, we had this. Uh, we we had this. Uh, this, you know. Uh, API stuff that's been we've been talking about nonstop, and it's like when, woo, when are we gonna actually get this going? And you know now it's now it's here. So let's talk a little bit about you know how things have changed over the over the last couple. Of Can days. I ask a question have, first? I have a have question. No. I have a question. No. When did you no. switch no. to Jason no. Tucker no. blog? No. I, I want to know. No. It's when when I paid the nine grand for it. That's when they 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 gave it to me, and then I uh, installed it. <laughs> Did I miss, I miss so much? All right. Yeah, so I know. We, right? we had three. We had three major versions of WordPress this year. So he's been gone for so long that they actually came out with a new TLD. <laughs> <laughs> it's they came out with a new version of WordPress while I was gone. That's say. Um, it's uh, yeah, WordPress is just rebranding as blog. 4.5, 4.6, and 4.7 came out in 2016. That's a strong. That's a strong showing. I must say. That's this all year. I got. That's pretty, pretty much all I got for the entire show. <laughs> Man. <laughs> What's happened in the last year? Well, there were three major releases of WordPress, just like every other year, except for next year. Yeah, hey, so fill me in on this, because I had to miss WordCamp US, sad face. Oh, okay. Um, And I, have, I know no, you didn't. did. You no, did. You don't even know how much you did. Um, I missed you all. Um, but also, I missed uh, the state of the word, which I haven't missed in like years, and I feel very strangely disconnected. I still haven't had a chance to go read it or anything or watch it. So um, I heard there was a new thing up with the iteration. Yeah. So basically, what's up with that? Uh, in the past, for the last five years or so, we've been operating off the there will be a new release every four months. Period. <laughs> what makes it makes it. What doesn't will just wait until the next release. Not a big deal. Right. Uh, we're changing over the next year because the leadership doesn't feel that what got us to this point can get us to the next goal, po goal post. So what we're doing is instead of saying we're going to ship on these three dates, period, is we're saying we've got these three focus areas and we're going to ship when we have something that we think is ready to ship. So if that means we can have something in two months that we can ship, great. If that means we have to wait six months until we have something that we can ship, that's okay too. Uh, so it's more focused on getting things done and getting them right than getting them done in time. Um, which I think when this whole three times a year thing was introduced, all of us were like, so hey, maybe we should wait until there's something to ship. But it's good that we tested it. Yes. Um, so I mean, the three focus areas that we're working on are uh, the editor, so basically the write a post interface, uh, the customizer, Dun -dun. Uh, and um, the third being the REST API. <laughs> <laughs> and so I personally, I think the first, now this is just me saying personally, but uh, I think the thing that's going to make a REST API trigger a release is going to be getting authentication to a point where they're comfortable with it. Yes, please. Because currently, there's no really good way in core of letting an external application authenticate to your site. That's true. 
Yeah. You have to rely on a plugin to provide the authentication method, which makes it hard for any external app to rely on one authentication method without saying, hey, go install this plugin first, and then we can talk, which is not a good UX for anyone. Nope. That's awkward. The um, daisy chain days. Is, is, is That's what we should call it now. We're in the daisy chain days. Is, is authentication yeah. important, George? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, shockingly, if you can't log in, there's not as much that you can do apart from read-only information like viewing the front end of a site. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's a, it's you a want to write a post, you've got to say who you are <sighs> and prove it. <laughs> Look, man, part of that crud needs to have authentication, so that's what you, that's what you got to do. Authentication crud, is like the name of the game for 2017. And when Jason says crud to any listeners that think he's just talking about like <laughs> he's, he's not the outside of a pipe you need to scrub off. No, crud <laughs> is an abbreviation. It means what you do with data structures. You create, you update, you read, and you delete. C-R-U-D. That would actually be C-U-R-D. So that'd be curd. <laughs> well, he just set them out of order. Fine. I create, <laughs> read, <laughs> update, delete. I don't know the curd. I prefer curd. So like to, to eating crud? lemon curd is very delicious. <laughs> There's your new flavor. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so yeah, crud. Yep. So what? PHP seven now, right? Like that's that's the new hotness. Woo! This is what people should be using. This is PHP what's supposed to be making. And SSL. Um, Matt published something on the .org blog saying that. .org isn't going to recommend any sites or any hosting companies that do not, I think, enable SSL by default for new sites. I mean, that um, has to happen, right? It has to happen. Google said it has to happen. So Matt's just enforcing what is you know, going to be good policy over the web. He's literally protecting people that way. Yeah. I, I'm, uh, I'm down with that. And then... WordPress's recommended PHP version is PHP 7, as was said. So, let's, so for, our, for our listeners that have no idea what we just said, all right, <laughs> so, so what's the advantage of PHP 7? I wasn't talking about PHP 7, though. Right, well, we'll get there. Uh, basically, do you want your site to go fast? I know you do. If so, <laughs> PHP 7 is the back end for you. Oh, my God. <laughs> Why are we not doing mock commercials? Uh, we totally are just now. We just did. Yeah, we exactly. literally just did. I'm here. Um, so in addition to that, um, so there have been numbers of uh, large-scale infrastructures that have changed over to PHP 7. WordPress.com runs entirely on PHP 7. Uh, and like every single time I see it done, most servers see their like average load cut in half from like PHP 5, 6 or something. I mean, this isn't Which like, means I, that I was, each server can run twice as much. You can have cheaper infrastructure and backends. So I always think Those it's really funny. Can when, twice as many host sites on the same host. I mean, when we're having this conversation, that's horrible. Um, first of all, what you just said. Yeah, <laughs> Cr just good. cram more in there. Like, yeah, they can spend like more of their money on service of, and customer service instead of technological backend. I don't know. We, spend, to be we always talk about like um, PH, like uh, versions like that, like PHP. It was like that for each version of PHP. It's like been pulling teeth to get, you know, everybody to, to move up. But I don't think, do we really have to make any sort of argument for upgrading PHP? When, it's just a matter of 
how far back do we want to support, right? Because everyone, like, it's going to upgrade. We, everyone has to upgrade to the new PHP because, you know, it's the new one. Well, That's how that works. It's not yeah, like we're going to, like, stay on 6 and be like, whoa, party. We're the future. Uh, so PHP 6 be- was not a thing. Yeah, it's PHP 5. five it's like six. a, like, 5 dot. It went from 5 to five 7. Dot, it went to, like, 5 dot 1,000. And then, six and then was it's, a, it's like Windows. You six know, is going to be my new phone. Numbers. No, PHP six was a failed attempt that has since turned into an inside joke. Like that, I am not laptop, in on. Obviously, on the back of my laptop, I have a sticker that says uh, PHP six certified. <laughs> That's actually funny, and I I only have ever worked seen PHP five. I just assumed there was a PHP six that someone had I had not upgraded nope. to at some nope. point. Okay. It's like how Windows went from eight but, to ten. That makes me feel both bad and good at the same time. I'm not quite sure. Uh, so there is, there actually is a plugin uh, that will check whether your site is compatible with the new version of PHP. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, but that's just about your servers, right? Well, okay. So every, so you made an interesting comment: is everybody's going to have to upgrade eventually? That's not exactly true, right? It, it really is server specific. Not all hosts uh, have done it, and and hosts are on different schedules. So, but they so will. It's not. It's not, well. It, yeah, maybe. Some of those things, like I remember from four to five, there was a lot of manual transition. Like you really had to go into your host settings and be like, "Yes, I now want to upgrade to PHP five. It was like Some a whole ho- process. Oh. Some hosts are going to be very slow to do it because of compatibility issues, right? If they just upgrade everybody to PHP 7, half the sites on the server is going to break, right? Because yeah. they've got outdated uh, technology. I mean, that's one of the big sticking issues with PHP 5.2, which is currently the bottom of what WordPress supports, is that it, WordPress is not the problem. All the other stuff that folks run alongside WordPress is what keeps the hosts up at night. Um, because, I mean, there was an old version of Joomla, I think, 1.6.12 and lower, I think it was, that if you took it and you upgraded to PHP 5.3 or higher, you get white screens of death, everything would break. And the problem with hosts is they're forced to think, okay, do we want to be the host that is behind running an old version of PHP, which folks may grumble about, or do you want to be the host that broke someone's site and then deal with that going viral and all the hate and rage and loss of customers from that? So it's a business decision that, unfortunately, the tech uh, decisions come on the back end of, which is Hosting. Hosting is in a weird place. It really is. Potentially, there could be a drop-down menu that's on the web host that you're on that's using cPanel or whatever, and you click on the number of or the different versions of PHP, and you get this ridiculously long list, and you go, well, yeah, I'll just pick the highest one. You pick the highest one, and then the old version of whatever website uh, software you're using just doesn't work. You know, you want to make and, sure that things are compatible or are going to work correctly. And hosts like Kinsta have a very uh, uh, easy-to-use control panel where you just say, I want... PHP seven or uh, what was the other one? HHVM, right? I want one. Of, I want this flavor of uh, PHP, right? So you, it's it's up to it's up to you to choose what you want. Yeah, I know DreamHost has the same thing. Um, uh, uh, some hosts don't actually support newer versions of PHP yet. Uh, I saw there was something coming out over the last week or so. Someone had a conversation with. Uh, again, I feel very badly for. Uh, Singling out, it just happened to be um, one of the major hosting companies. Let's not name them by name. Um, uh, has a managed hosting product that uh, will not run PHP newer than five point four, so five point five, five point six, five point seven just can't run because they've not 
fully vetted or tested it. Uh, and so you're stuck running an old, uh, no longer officially supported by PHP core version of PHP, um, which is not really a good situation for anyone to be in. But again, we're chasing all the way down a rabbit hole. Uh, yep. What else happened this year in WordPress? Well, <laughs> plenty of sites have been moving over to start using uh, Let's Encrypt. And, and if they're not using Let's Encrypt, they're still buying their, their SSL certificates and installing them, which is just fine as well. And what's nice about it is if you go over to letsencrypt.org, you can look on the number of uh, major sponsors that are there. And that list just keeps growing and growing and growing, which is good because that means more money is getting thrown in there and that the infrastructure is still going to be in place. You should just send a bag of cash over to Let's Encrypt right now. Uh, for the record, Automatic did a couple of years ago. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I, I have donated to Let's Encrypt, so everybody should yeah. do that. No, yeah. it's, it's such a positive name, too. It's like, Let's Encrypt. Woo yeah, security. In the last two months, they've raised $92,000 um, by 1,535 people, says their, uh, their generosity.com site. That's awesome. Nice. Um, there's so, some other so stuff. Let's, uh, well, let's talk about Let's Encrypt for a second. Right? So I'm a, I'm a WP Engine customer, and WP Engine added uh, a feature this year, which lets you literally you just push a button, and they do everything. You have a Let's Encrypt certificate, and your site is secure. I think it takes about 60 seconds. Your site is secure, and it, it, it auto-renews, uh, and it's just done. So That's there's nothing. no purchase of a certificate. There's no You don't have to go get a CSR. You don't have to do all that, <laughs> that hard part anymore. You just push a button, and your site is secure. Something that's hard is that it's annoying. So it, yeah. annoying. Oh my god. To, to, you like, it's like going through and like shedding up a, like a trunk that well, has like a million buckles on it, and you're like, and, <laughs> what is this and, stupid and, trunk with all these buckles? Well, you haven't lived and, until you've installed a wildcard uh, wild uh, SSL certificate. What's more annoying is, is when you, is when you uh, set the, the email address for that certificate to your client, right, to your client's email, and they just <laughs> ignore the reminder, so it just one day it's not secure anymore. <laughs> the money's not coming That's in annoying. anymore on our website. What's yeah. going on? My website's down. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, yep. Oh, the links. Um, one cool thing that I think happened with 4.7 that uh, you guys probably talked about on the 4.7 episode, but that I think is a shifting kind of thing um, for 2016 or a bit of a monumental shift is 2017, the, the new theme mm -hmm. and the direction that it's going in. It's um, absolutely gorgeous. It's a beautiful theme. It really is nice, and it has, um, it's like the only theme I've ever seen in the demo that has like, not just like the boat right as the main picture. I don't know how they did that. <laughs> I like, went there expecting the boat to be like this big header. It's now a boat that moves off it's of a It's a perfect cyclic. Right? No, it actually looks like a site when you install it, and, and don't do anything, right? You don't. Yeah, it just exactly works, looks like, like a site. created something. Like the demo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, their boat is on the demo a little I bit wish, further down. I, 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 I wish I wish several other themes would uh, would would take note uh, to that, right? Because yeah. even premium themes, you inst I hate it. You install them and they just don't look like what you just bought. In terms of 2016, uh, you know, we're looking at the year in WordPress. I think this year themes have suffered and are in some really. I have seen a lot of crap. <laughs> in terms of themes, like I feel like the customizer's in a weird place, 
the shift from theme options to customizers throwing everybody, people are redoing customizers, half of people are in like Beaver Builder, which is on the right side instead of the left side. Like everything's just like not consistent. There's no like, you know, Envato and Theme Forest is changing things every five seconds. Like I feel like this was very unstable in terms of the theme and the user and their ease of experience in terms of just like turning WordPress on and it working, I think but that it's been troublesome this year. Well, while that may be true, I think, there, I think on the other side of the coin, right, there was a lot of infrastructure that was put in place with these versions of WordPress that came out this year set the stage for fixing what you just talked about. Well, yeah, and that's why I think 2017, which, you know, came out, you know, just now at the beginning of this month, but is, you know, named for next year, kind of her heralds the that that fix coming through, which is good because I don't think it could really last another year as as a user software. It would just like fall. People are already like flocking to uh, Squarespace and all of those fun times hey, places. I don't I don't buy that. But we know no, but, but it's because of what has been going on. Like and so, for example, like GoDaddy now GoDaddy has a totally crazy its own install situation for people. It's completely taken over a whole different situation. And then we have Matt talking about switching over to Calypso. So we're really looking at some crazy shifts in terms of how people are onboarded or how basically people are, how the site looks when they get it. So for the user, you know, something like 2017 is much better. Um, but I, I'm interested to see, and I think it's going to be better in 2017. We've really kind of let it go this year, I think. Yeah. And I'm very excited to see how the customizer is going to be doing going forward, because there's been so many changes, not just to what's in the customizer, but also how the customizer itself behaves from a code standpoint. So, I mean, in uh, 4.7, the customizer got custom CSS in it, uh, and the ability to, like, when you're blocking out a site, you can now create pages from in the customizer by just like making new pages as a menu item and then it just like flushes it out and then you can go populate it later. Um, which is cool and very handy when you're trying to quickly set up a site. Mm -hmm. But the thing that has me really excited is when you're doing stuff in the customizer, you can you will see the URL change to include like a UUID string. You can then copy that URL, send it to your buddy who's also an admin on the site. They can pull that up um preview all the changes that you've made in the customizer um say this looks good or make some changes and then send it back to you and then you can say cool i approve your changes and hit publish and push everything live or you can ditch it and start over but it's actually saving and versioning all the change sets of the customizer in the back end wow. and i was just building something the other day wait this happened in four seven i missed this holy yeah. crikey fest that's a big deal yes and you can even take that UUID and use that as a front-end view. So you could link your client to the site, even for a logged-out user, um, with this get argument on the end. Uh, and they can preview how these customizer changes will look on the live site without any of the customizer corrupt sitting there. That's I incredible, actually. I, with Jetpack, we just I rebuilt the... Uh, non-customizer UI for uh, editing custom CSS like via the old admin page, which I feel is a worse UI, but a lot of users really, really liked it. Um, and there was a preview functionality of that where we used to have this huge 
spaghetti code mess of like saving it in an option and then loading it up and then uh, output buffering to rewrite the URL so it populated and clicked around from one page to the next. Huge mess. Core does all that for me now. I just need to create a customized revision, save the data, and then link to the front end using that get argument. And That's it crazy. Is That's cool. I like that. It just means that, that in order to really kind of work off of that, more things need to be in the customizer, which, you know, I don't want to like edit a blog post in the customizer. Um, you know, I, I don't want to go that far into it, but I definitely want to be able to make changes to it, get it to a point where it's like, hey, go take a look at this kind of preset setup and be able to run with it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, customizer is more for configuring your site. It's not for managing your content. Hey, we also no, got I, a new we also got a new place to try to figure out where the heck the CSS showed up at and why and why is it there and how do we make changes to it? We have yet another custom box that we can uh, put our CSS in. <laughs> so you could go hunting through the site and be like, which spot is this custom CSS in? <laughs> Holy crikey fest. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's the hashtag for the year. Holy crap. That's the, my summary for, for 2016. Holy cranky fest. That's it. So what, what's on the what's on the docket next? Like what's what's the next Isn't that next week? Should, are we like focusing yeah, on the past right now? Are we like the ghost of Christmas past? <laughs> it, it, we are. This is the ghost of WordPress past. And then next week is the ghost of WordPress future. Yeah. All right, we'll here. do that then. Fine. <laughs> you can do anything you want, dude. Yeah, you can, we support you. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just curious, what's next? Like, what's the next thing that that we should be looking at in the next uh, minor release or or next major release? Is there anything that's well, that's but on the see, that's the thing, right? Because about? those three things that are yeah. so, so is someone leading the uh, next change uh, uh, cycle already? Like, uh, whichever focus group has something to ship that group is going to lead the release. Wow, that's pretty cool. So it's a real, it's a totally yeah. alternate structure. So I think, I'm Matt excited about getting, that. Yeah, Matt's right. getting much more into .org for the next year. Uh, and some of the stuff was, I mean, he had done some stuff like on as automatic as Calypso saying, hey, we can build some stuff here. And then we basically need to redo the entire thing uh, to get core people happy with it and merge it in there. Or we can devote automatic resources to uh, core and helping build it over there first, and then have a much easier time merging it into automatic. So that's actually a really smart decision because yeah. it was going the other direction, and I think it was causing some problems. Yeah. Calypso is like very over here and separate from WordPress.org, mm -hmm. and uh, that's where you see people building their own interfaces. People like GoDaddy, and I, I was disappointed that WordPress was not. WordPress.org was not going more in that direction and taking control of what is the product, like the well, main and the main experience. Core has always been single site first, very much so. Uh, Clipso and a lot of the other third-party interfaces you see with like Manage WP, now GoDaddy, whatever, um, and like iTheme Sync and all the others, they're all multi-site first. So it's an entirely different paradigm how you're managing content on multiple things. So I don't think there's ever really going to be a good proper convergence between the two, but it's been fascinating to see the UIs that folks have built and how we can synthesize the two to towards something better for everyone going forward. Um, I do think I wanted to mention that 2017 is the new WordPress.org, and it looks amazing and modern and 
that's part of why I'm so excited for what we're going to see from wordpress.org in 2017. I feel like it's been neglected a lot and it's uh, coming into focus from, oh, from automatic, from everyone. I'm super excited about yeah. it. Look at that. Especially look, at that. look at that sweet, sweet parallax. <laughs> and oh, honestly, what did there's any the new marketing we push? about it? Everyone's obsessed. Yeah, and there's a new marketing push in 2017. They're getting a bunch of folks together, some from Automatic, a lot of folks from other companies in the WordPress space, looking at how we can advocate for WordPress out in the real world uh, to compete with other um, proprietary closed CMSs in the same space. Well, it's about damn time. I know, right? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Folks, that's about it. You know, if WordPress is good enough for Motley Crue, and if it's good enough for Rolling Stones, then it's probably good enough for your cat blog. So make sure you go over to WordPress.org and take a look at all the stuff that's going on over there. Go over to our website at devtwarcore.com. Click on the links there to subscribe, to watch the show more, and to uh, get notified when we do this stuff. So click on any of the stuff that's on the screen here. We'd appreciate it, and hit a thumbs up. Talk to you later. Are we, Are we off next week? Happy Christmas. Happy New Year. What do you, th what do you think, Steve? Are we off next week? I won't be around. We'll find out. Oh, Stay tuned. Okay. <laughs> See you guys later. Bye-bye.